1: hello everyone welcome in it's friday and that means it's (laughs) front office friday let's go front office friday the front office show here live talking nba basketball with you we've got lots to talk about today obviously drew holiday still sitting out there where is he going to wind up the fallout from the damian lillard trade that massive trade that sent so many players around the league lots of stuff to dive into and we've got of course training camp starting up next week media day for most teams on monday keith this is a great time of year
2: yeah absolutely this is uh, optimism rules the day at media day everybody's excited and ready to start it's a fresh start you know if you uh, fancy yourself a title contender or a playoff team you're you're focused on that even the rebuilding teams are excited for what's to come, you know, and see the these young players, and uh, you know where we're getting here from a lot of the rookies, really for the first time. Most of them did some media, probably introductory press conferences, and maybe at summer league. But this is a chance to really hear. And we're going to get, of course, you know, you can play media day bingo with fifteen pounds of muscle, <laughs> right? Best shape of their life, and shot looks better than ever, and you know, fully healthy, and all the things that come with that but you also will get a little bit of insights occasionally on yo know, yeah player X really worked on his left hand or you know he's really you know, worked on you know a, a, a secondary move yo know, on off a drive and those kind of things and that's that's the fun insights you look for and then sometimes from coaches and front office you'll hear a little bit on yeah we, we you' know, plan on player X being a starter or mm-hmm. playing a high minute you know backup role and those kind of things that that we've been speculating about over the last couple months so yeah it's a absolutely you know super fun time of year and we're we're getting there and it's kind of fun too i know you lived this yesterday Mm -hmm. some teams are stretching it out a little bit where they're doing kind of coaches in front office you know a day or two ahead and then all the players a couple days later and those kind of things so that's also you know something we'll be uh you know keeping an eye on as well
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got, like you said, sometimes you find out a little info. Darvin Ham yesterday said, I'm not going to name the starters right now. And then like 15 <laughs> minutes later said, oh, yeah, D'Angelo Russell is a starter. Right. Um, you just never know what, what's going to come out. He's definitely talking
2: about LeBron, right? Like the, yes. He, that's, you know, that's it might be a final time to make him a six-man.
1: Debating whether or not LeBron was going to make that run for six-man of the year. Yes, that's that yeah. had to be what Darvin Ham was talking about. It was that one um,
2: game, right, last year or whatever it was that, yeah. that convinced him it's time.
1: That's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Which team do you think is going to have the spiciest stuff coming out of uh, coming out of media day?
2: Oh, Philly for sure. Now I, I think it's it's got to be them. Just you know, well, nobody knows if James Harden's even going to be there. You know, what's that going to look like? That's that that has the chance to be. I think the big circus because um, you know what we're going to. Damian Lillard got traded. That's no longer a thing anymore, right? The Drew Holiday thing will be there, but I don't think there's any kind of you know, angst if he's not traded. There's nothing like that because it's not a contentious situation. So, yeah, I would say for sure uh, Philadelphia and James Harden.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a really interesting one to watch. Uh, does James Harden show up? What kind of shape is he in if he does show up? All of that. Lots going on there. Um, what about the Blazers, though, with Drew Holiday? I mean, we know they're going to move him. Is there a sense of when this trade's actually going to go down? Are they going to get it done before media day? Or is there just going to be that kind of awkwardness hey i'm here but probably not for long
2: yeah i think there's a chance this gets done in the next couple of days it sounds like portland's really motivated one thing with portland right now they have 12 players under standard contracts that's you know you're right you're under the minimum that you need to have you have to have at least 13 mm. and you can only go under 14 for up to two weeks at a time so they're, they're way under their roster numbers and part of it is because i think they know in a you know, the Damian Lillard trade Ended up being slightly more Balanced than I think we thought because of the Inclusion of the Suns But I think they know a holiday trade might be More unbalanced and that may be a You know three for one maybe a, yeah. you know Four for two Seems less likely it doesn't seem like there's going to be anybody Else they're going to throw in a deal but I think They're just in a spot where it becomes All right we we got To know what our roster is at some point right we We want to be able to have Chauncey Billups Have a first practice with the sense of all right, and you know there could be five more guys coming that might be on the team that aren't here yet. I think they want to be able to start uh, from a fresh place with with all that. So I, I think that's going to get done, you know, here before the weekend is out for sure.
1: What do you think the the asking price is on Holiday? I've seen some people saying, oh, he's going to fetch two first. Other people say maybe one and like a player or something. Where how much value do you think he really has? He's got a second year player option, making thirty six million this season.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to break this into parts because there's going to be a salary matching component that yeah. I think is not maybe really what Portland's after here. Um, much like they, it's not that Drew Holiday's not a very good player because he is. Portland didn't really want him in the Damian Lillard trade, right? Because they're turning around and trading him right away again. So there's a good chance somebody comes that's just salary matching for them and mm-hmm. they're, they're going to have to deal with it. But as far as what they really want, yeah. I'm going to say it's two things, right? It's a, you know, we want two good picks or we want to pick in a good young player that we can kind of build around, or, you know, we, we get into a three team trade where it's a, you know, maybe, maybe that's how you get another pick mm-hmm. because another team gets something that they like. There's a lot of teams kind of engaged on Drew holiday right now. They're really pushing to try to get him. So I think they're going to get a pretty good return. And it's funny because, You're hearing and seeing. And I think if you follow the league, I think to some people's surprise, it's like, why do more teams want Drew Holiday than wanted Damian Lillard? And it's not about the value of either guy as players. It was Drew Holiday makes about nine million dollars less. And he's very plug and play for a Mm -hmm. lot of places. And you have no real worry of Drew Holiday. I'm sure, yeah, if they sent him to the Detroit Pistons or Charlotte Hornets he might be like come on like what are you doing to me but I think for the most part most teams are like hey we can get him he's going to come in here and be very happy where with Damian Lillard it became very clear if it wasn't Miami or maybe a couple other places now we're getting reports of that he was okay with it was going to be a little messy on that front
1: speaking of which what about that report that Dame actually when he realized it wasn't going to be Miami kind of tried to walk back the trade request a little bit, suddenly became okay with staying. And then they said, uh no, that ship has sailed.
2: Yeah. I don't blame Portland at all yeah. on that one. Right. I think that's okay for Portland to say, hey, we're we're move- we've moved on, right? We're we're ready to Scoot Henderson and yeah. Anthony Simons and Shaden Sharp. Those are our guys now. We're 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 ready to go. And there's a lot of stuff out there that the Portland Phoenix stuff maybe just got folded into the Damian Lillard trade that that was probably going to go down anyway and there was definitely ways that that could have happened without anything involving Damian Lillard there so i think now portland was yeah sorry man like you made your bed lying it we're we're moving on and we're 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 going into a new new kind of era here and i think also for portland it's you can't change your mind now because we built all the rest of our off season right. around you not being here. And now we're going to have this weird roster where all of our best players are guards outside of Jeremy Grant. And it's going to be an odd fit and all those kind of things. And I think Portland was just ready to move on. So I don't blame them at all for that.
1: Yeah, I think it makes the most sense. Look, we were saying they probably should have done it two years ago, but now, finally, it's time to move on. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to go their own direction, and uh, everything's going to move forward from there. They're going to start to build around Scoot Henderson, around Ayton, around Shaden Sharp, and all these other players that they now have on the team. You know, I've got a comment here in the chat that says, uh, I'm trying to pull it up right now if I can. It says, what's the probability of a potential three-team deal where Holiday goes to Philly, Harden to the Clippers, and Stuff goes to Portland?
2: I think it's possible. You know, Philly would love to have Drew Holiday. He was one of the guys they were rumored to be interested in with this whole we're trying to have max cap space into the uh, you know summer of twenty twenty four and all that. And it was he was one of the guys who was you know considered to be near the top of their list because they felt like his size and defensive abil- ability really fits well with Tyrese Max. He was clearly mm-hmm. a big part of their future. So that that was something that was rumored. And if they feel like hey, we can go get him now. Like, let's go because then clearly you're okay to give up the cap space because you're getting the guy. It gets hardened to his uh, presumed destination. I just wonder the Clippers, like, uh, we'll just take Drew Holiday for ourselves. Right. We, we'd just as soon have Who, him because who's the better you know, why fit not? there? Uh, probably Holiday. That's what I was uh, thinking too. Uh, Wouldn't uh, they, they be just, better
1: off just taking Holiday?
2: Yeah. Now, part of me says Harden, If if you're, Gonna think they're just not gonna be healthy because at least Harden can keep the offensive flow. Um, He can still do that even you know this version of Harden is still mm-hmm. good enough to do that. Where Holiday's not that guy. So if Kawhi and PG are gonna miss times, and I know PG's back on his bully you know, stuff. I'll, I'll clean it up for especially on a live show. <laughs> um, but he, he's he's back on that. He says, but you know it's gonna be a little hard to bully people from the training room. So get on the court first, but. Yeah, if if they go in saying, yeah, we feel like we're gonna be pretty healthy and make a real run, holiday's probably the better fit. If you are being realistic and say, I don't know, I can trust those two guys. And then I probably lean towards Harden.
1: Harden's certainly the bigger name, but yeah, I tend I tend to lean Harden there as or Holiday there as well. Davion Farmer said, Can Chicago get involved with holiday? That that would make some sense. They need they need another guard.
2: They they do well. See, I don't know if I agree. Hey, rare, right? That you and I don't, they, don't you don't always, think they need another guard? I always agree. I don't think so. I think they're okay, right? I, I you've got Javon Carter, you've got Kobe White, you've got uh Io DeSumo. you've got Alex Caruso, you got mm-hmm. Zach Levine. I think you're all right at the guard position. I think they're a little light on wings. I, I know Caruso sure. plays up, and you know, kind of now for their purposes, is probably more two three than he is one-two, but yeah. I think they're okay with that, but yeah, if you could get them. The problem is, what are they going to send to Portland, right? Because Portland made it very clear. They don't want guards back, right? And yeah. we all get why can't trade Carter, can't trade Kobe White because they just both re-signed. I uh, can't trade Desumu, He just re-signed too. So that just gets really, really messy for them to make a trade with that because what What are you going to send them? Patrick Williams would be great. And,
1: and Lonzo's contract, but, you'd have to add a lot to that to try exactly, to get something done.
2: yeah. Yeah, and, and I think the Zach Levine part has gone very, like, that, that, that's That's that gone now. That, that's not no. going to be a thing for Portland at this point because they're they're just content to build around those three young guards. So that's where it gets messy for Chicago. It would have to involve a third team to try to, you know, probably ship a couple of those guard assets out. But again, the problem is some of those guys can't be traded right now. So that, that just makes it very difficult for uh, the Bulls to get involved here.
1: All right. We've got another super chat coming in. Three theory said, what's up Keith and Trev? No Kevin Porter jr. Should Houston go to go for Harden? What are you trading to get him? Yeah, that's that's matching
2: salaries, a huge issue for them in that trade. Houston's no longer sitting on, you know, $30 million in cap space and that kind of stuff anymore. They're in a position where they've got to uh, match salary, you know, in a trade. Now they, they're because they're so far under the tax, it's far easier for them to do something like that. They they can uh-huh. maybe get there with uh, Kevin Porter Jr. But I don't think Philly wants to jump both feet in unless Houston's gonna be like, Hey, here's some you know, a bunch of draft picks and stuff that we're we can give you. And Houston's draft pick situation is not bad, it's just a little messy. Um, you know, because they owe some picks, they have a bunch of picks coming in maybe i'm not going to fully rule it out i just i don't know if philly wants to take that pr hit with what they're already dealing of hey we took on kevin porter jr even if the idea is we took him on and know that contract's gonna be wiped off the books i just think they'd rather stay away
1: right yeah yeah agreed agreed i think that's going to be a tough one it wouldn't shock me if, if ultimately kevin porter jr is just waived uh before the start of the season here uh jeremy said, I was surprised by people saying the Heat deal was with Hero was better for Portland. A Portland team with a bunch of young guards, Hero wouldn't make sense. Ayton is more valuable to them. Is that just kind of sour grapes from Heat fans? I've seen a lot of that going around.
2: Yeah, there's a little bit of that where, I, you know, my famous uh, favorite quote with that is sour grapes make the best wine, right? Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're whining about it with That's your right. sour grapes there. So it's, I, I don't know, man, it's, I, I said this online. I've probably said it on this show. I've written it places. I feel like Tyler Hero all of a sudden was like caught in the crossfire here where it's turned into Tyler Hero stinks. And that's yeah. just, I don't believe that. I get why Portland didn't value him and didn't want any interest um, in, in bringing him in there again with all those guards. I don't know that the Aiton part was a – at all a stumbling block. Cause again, I think that was, was already in the mix to be a thing that was going to happen anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it would have been though. Who would have been the third team? You know, would the sons have wanted hero to be routed to them? You know, did, and I think drew holiday is far easily, far more easily moved in a subsequent trade than Tyler hero would have been because he's just a lot more plug and play. He's a far better defensive player and you don't have the multiple multiple years of contract. You're you're going to need to resign Drew Holiday, but that's something you'll be involved with and controlling. So so I think that's that's part of it. So I I, I don't know that the eight part makes necessarily a difference here um, for them getting Hero, but I think getting Holiday over Hero makes a lot more sense for Portland. And obviously making a big assumption they flip him for you know valuable stuff moving forward
1: which i think they they will we know that's that's coming sure. um do you put any stock into there's a lot out there that portland just didn't want to give dame to miami because that's where he wanted to go and so that was part of the pushback here against sending him to miami and not one to, and asking for bam out of bio when jimmy butler as shams rania reported didn't there's anything to that
2: yeah, so it's funny. The Jimmy Butler part, I feel like that might just be a little bit of uh trolling yeah, uh, right. on their part. Bam out of sure. Why not ask? Right? Because he'd be a great fit with what they're mm-hmm. they're building there in Portland. And they did it's absolutely right for the heat to say, no, like we, we have no interest in doing that. Like those, those but it's kind of it's kind of like you know fantasy sports when you start by offering you know hey I want your very best guy right. on your roster and then it's like all right well now we're in discussions let's kind of go from there so I think the 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 part about the blazers not wanting to trade them to Miami I still believe is just more of Miami didn't have the best offer. If Miami had been, let's say Miami had come up with, Hey, we can get you two really good young players that you like a lot. And we can get you, you know, multiple first round picks and you're not going to have to take on a salary that you're then going to have to look to retrade. I think Damian Lillard would be on the heat. And I don't know that the right. heat were necessarily going to be able to get there. And I uh, fully understand why they picked the bucks draft picks over the heat draft picks. I think the heat are, They're not at the Lakers level. We've talked about this a lot with sometimes the Lakers future picks don't have a ton of value because everybody assumes they're going to be good, right? Like, even if they go down, they're only going to go down for a year or two, and then they'll be right back up. It's kind of where it is with Miami. I would much rather have 28, 29, 30 bucks picks, potentially post Giannis, post Lillard years, than I'd rather have Miami picks, even if it was – post everybody good on the heat right now i just feel like there's a much better chance the bucks crater and it all falls apart after this run and then the heat are you know really good it's you know so i i really do get that part of it even though you know i've seen some of the complaints on the heat side of hey they were offering real picks not just swaps. yeah i mean i get it but you know i still think i'd rather have the bucks uh, control of the box draft in the far out years than anybody else's
1: that, that's something that a lot of people aren't aren't talking about you know no, first round picks aren't even right uh there's a lot of variation between first round picks so if you hear oh one side was offering two first the other side was offering one first those two first may not have looked nearly as good as that one first did so it, it's hard to evaluate based on on that but um I do see a lot of Miami fans that are upset and I get it. They spent a lot of their off season waiting to get Damian Lillard. Their roster is clearly constructed as though they're getting somebody and now they're going to have to pivot. Um, I don't, how quickly do you think they can transition from this disappointment over not getting Dame, maybe even frustration with the Blazers for the way they negotiated and potentially flip it around and start negotiating for Drew Holiday now? Cause he'd be a great fit in Miami.
2: Sure. Yeah, it would be. And I hope it would be immediate. You, you have to treat everything in silos in the NBA. You have to turn it right around and say, all right, let's get right back into it on the next guy and go from there. And I don't, people have this, this assumption that, um you know, teams cut other teams off and don't ever talk and would never yeah. do a trade together. And it's just not true. Every time we think that teams link up, like for example, Pat Riley and Danny Ainge, maybe as they've gotten older saying they hate each other is uh too harsh but they certainly don't care for each other right. and the Celtics and heat have done a bunch of trades over the years mostly minor type trades but the Celtics were a big part of helping the heat clear salary obligations a few years back when they were trying to uh, supplement their roster around um you know, LeBron Wade and Bosch and those kind of things so it, it's not a um you know spot where you can't hold grudges in this league because you're just not gonna be able to get, get work done. There's only 30 teams in the NBA, right? And if you're gonna start cutting teams out and saying I will not deal with them, you're 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 not gonna be doing good business sooner rather than later. So I'd hope very quickly they'd get over it and move forward and say, All right, hey, yo, is there a deal to be made for Drew Holiday? And go. Mm-hmm. No, the problem for the Heat is it's all the same issues, right? Their package doesn't change enough. Drew Holiday's not that much more attainable that if they didn't like what they were offering before, I don't know that they're really going to like what they're offering now.
1: That's just it, right? Portland, the guys they didn't like for Dame, suddenly they're going to like them for Drew. No, you have to get creative and see if you can loop a third team in and all that. Probably going right back over, retracing your steps that you were trying to put together in the the Dame situation. Uh, Mr. Easley said, what does AD and the Lakers have to do for him to win MVP, who are your guys' way too early NBA championship winners? I, I mean, first and foremost, he's got to stay on the floor, yep. but I think he's got to be that same level of defender that we saw this past season, which was, uh, again, I thought arguably the best defender in the NBA when he is healthy. Um, and then he can't have the offensive inconsistencies. He's got to be much more consistent on that end of the floor. You check those boxes, play 70 games, high level defense. And of course, the team has to win as well and you have the offensive uh, consistency, that could get him in the running.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
2: I agree. I think um the challenge for AD is gonna be the games played, part of it. The new rules are yes. sixty-five games played, right? And there is a little bit of leeway in there, but I I think A D and the Lakers are far more focused on let's have you healthy for April, May, April, May, and June. Than trying to win MVPs. I, I don't think they're, yes. if MVP happens, of course they're okay with that. They're not, you know, gonna sabotage his MB, MVP <sighs> candidates. Nope, English he's too close
1: anything, to win an MVP. Right? Shut him down. Shut I him down.
2: <laughs> something I think about a lot, especially with these new things that may knock some of the guys out of the running for these awards. There's a world where Anthony Davis is the per game MVP. Meaning mm-hmm. he only played in 55 games, but in those 55 games, he was the best player in the league. There's certainly a world where that is because of everything you mentioned. Um, I just don't know that he'll play enough to win the actual MVP um, there. Uh, way too early champs. I don't know. I'm still putting all that stuff Me together. Too. Like I'm still piecing it all together. I will say, I think it's weird that people are just. Um, dis- discounting I guess a little the nuggets like I put this on Twitter the other day it just feels like all right there's nothing shiny and new there so there's no real buzz around them they're not a major yeah. market they didn't make major trades they didn't make major additions for my money they still have the best starting five in the NBA and I think their bench will be fine I think they'll figure it out and they still have Jokic so and now they know what it takes to win a title so I maybe they're not as hungry. I I don't know. I did, you know, there's all a lot of inconclusive stuff over that and, you know, all that, but I, I think that I get so going to be really, really good. And I think people are just kind of writing them off way too quickly. Well, we've seen five years
1: in a row now that there's been a new champ. Sure. uh, Instead of a back-to-back. So that I think is part of it, but, Mm -hmm. but you're right. I mean, Denver, maybe they're getting overlooked to a degree. Uh, They'll certainly get their flowers though on ring night or I guess get the rings literally on, on ring night. Um, (laughs) And probably some
2: flowers too, and a banner and and, a whole bunch of fun stuff,
1: all sorts of stuff. Uh, Julian said drew to the Pacers for buddy healed and a first backcourt of Tyrese and drew would be nice. That would be, but what do you think about the the timeline there? That's the only issue is drew doesn't really fit with the timeline for, uh, for Indiana.
2: And again, you need a third team because the, Trailblazers have no need of Buddy Healed. Yes. Right? Like they, they just don't need him. So you, you know, now it is it is funny because I do kind of like to think of a world where Portland keeps flipping this spot into somebody else who's going to get traded, and somebody else who's going to get traded. And you know, all the way to the trade deadline, just mostly because I think it's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean it it depends. The Pacers certainly want to be better this year, and I think there was a point in time five, six years ago where this is absolutely kind of move they would have made because it would have mm. been if that makes us a playoff team, that's all that really matters. Let's be a playoff team. I think they're a, playing it a little slower where the idea is let's try to really um, build something that's sustainable over a number of years. So that's where the giving up picks starts to feel a little bit messy to me um, with them. But yeah, I mean I agree. Uh, Hal and Holiday, backward, that would be pretty nasty and and they've had uh the other two holiday brothers in there in recent years so you know presumably he's it's got a relationship sense of what the organization is like so yeah i i don't hate the idea i just i just don't know if it's the right time for indiana all
1: right i agree with that um i think it would be a good fit but in terms of the timing that's the key gotta have the timing right as well uh mr td said drew to the heat book it <laughs>
2: I mean, and then, could, like could two comments later, Holiday will not go to the Heat. So, uh, yeah, somebody else.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, yeah, well, we'll see. It'll be some surprise team again from out of the blue. Um, oh,
2: go ahead. He, there's just a lot of teams are super in in you know. He's just a very easy guy to to acquire because you can either play him as your primary on ball uh, creator. In your backcourt, or you can play him off the ball because he's got enough size, he's got enough shooting ability, um, very easily plugged into any starting group in the league, unless they're you know a team that's absolutely loaded with guards and there's not one that jumps out to me where it's like, well, they don't need him. Um, you right. know, they, 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 there's teams that jump out because it's like, well, that's not going to make sense. But yeah, I mean, somebody somebody said something along the lines of um, uh, uh, Apple said, I'd love to see Golden State get him. Yeah, I mean, people have thrown that out there with Chris Paul being the, you know, the the path to to that. So you know, maybe, but you know, I I, I tend to think probably not the way this goes. But I, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, there's no shortage of teams. I I was told directly that they, the the minute the trade was was announced, they had ten teams reaching out saying, "All right, what are you doing with Holiday?" you know, where are we going with that part of the trade? So certainly going to get traded, but, but we'll see you know, where that all goes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's being traded. Just the question is where we'll be waiting. Maybe sometime this weekend we'll get a little woge bomb action going on there. Uh, oh, there's another one. Toronto could be a landing spot sure. uh, yep. for him. That would, that would make some sense as well. Um, yep. All right, Keith um, wrapping up here. what, coming up, we've got media day on Monday. We've got training camp starting up on Tuesday. Uh, just real quick, who are the teams you're keeping an eye on on media day?
2: Yeah, like I said, definitely Philly, just to see what's going on there. Obviously, it would be, you know, just the fan of me and the team I covered forever. I'll be checking in on Boston, but I also want to hear from Malcolm Brogdon. You know, where's his head at after, you know, it sure. sounds like he's been shopped all summer long. All the reports are that the celtics never really stopped trying to trade him so what we'll see with that um i'm very curious to see uh you know just new 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 uh faces and new places yeah Yeah, well what are some of those look like phoenix i think is even before this trade was going to be fun just to hear what do you think about a team that has no real point guard like how are you going to build that out you know where where are we going with this you know what does frank vogel think father going to kind of kind of go go on this scott says will we have a holiday horn for any news if it stretches and it looks like it's going to be a then wild, maybe then really yes, maybe but yeah i i don't think so i don't think we're gonna uh probably do any more sound effects down that but you never know we'll, never we'll see know. if this never if knows. this doesn't get done before the end of the season we'll and we're having true holiday rumors all the way to the trade deadline yeah we'll have something for sure
1: all right everybody what we're what wrap." Well, about well, me, I'm, I'm of course play. keeping an eye on the Lakers, the, the Blazers. I want to see what happens there. The Suns sure. are another good one. The 76ers, of course, the team that I'm really watching. And then the Miami Heat, those are my teams that I want to keep a real close eye on. Yeah,
2: the Heat are fun too. I, I just think with the Heat, they're going to do what they do, which is not give you a whole lot through the media. And it's going to be, we're good. We're, we're yep. we we have enough, you know, right? And until they're wrong, they, they're they're not wrong, right? They they are gonna you know we, we you know, I believe it when I see it. And I thought last year, right? They're the eighth seed. They kind of stumbled into the pl- playoffs because they were down in the second playing game at with what like three or four minutes left. It looked like they might lose that second playing game, and then next mm-hmm. thing you know, they're back in the finals. So you know, I'm 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 certainly not gonna count out Miami. You know, as long as they've kind of got that whole crew together there, so. Yeah, but, uh, and I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited for uh, yo, everything to come here over the next um, yo, c- couple weeks. And by the time we do front office Friday next week, we'll have a preseason game to break down. That's Cause, right. Because uh, Ma- uh, Mavericks and Timberwolves play Thursday at noon, so I'm, I'm really
1: excited about that. Yep, yep. Exciting time of year in the NBA. Lots of stuff going on. I can't wait to have an actual preseason game to talk about. That's going to be fun. Everybody, that's going to do it for Front Office Friday today. Thank you guys so much for joining. Make sure you do subscribe here to the YouTube channel. Till next time, see ya and stay safe.